Welcome to As Seen on Internet, episode 14, the show that brings you the tech news you need to know, as well as the most amazing internet we can find. Coming up on today's show, we will take a look how Google is going deeper into social media and creating, hopefully, a platform that sticks this time. We'll talk about a development on Facebook's ad platform that is going to let marketers see how sales are tied to what they're doing on there. And finally, we'll try not to get fired as we try a new segment on our show (laughs) where we're going to get our boss and office director uh, to read Urban Dictionary. Uh, So we'll have some fun with that. Uh, But first, uh, Amit, uh, happy South by Southwest kickoff day womp womp we're gonna miss we're gonna miss it (laughs) i know we're not going this year we're not going i haven't heard though have you heard what's going to be the thing the hype this year is like the hype's obama right yeah obama i guess is going to be like the the hot ticket um interesting which one Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean the hype overall around like the next big thing that's going to launch um, is definitely way lower yeah. this year than, than what I've seen in previous yeah. years. What yeah. about you? Um, I You know, there's the one thing I've always just loved about South by Southwest is that you're with your people. Like, you're, you're surrounded. It feels like the one time, like, where you're creating new stuff. Though you might not be – there might not be the new expert or, or the new technology or whatever it is there on there. Just, like, hanging out at – uh, the hotels, the bars, the conferences, and talking to people. You just meet the coolest people. And there's right. just my tech friends I know. It was funny. Last year was the first year I installed Foursquare on my phone for the longest time because I just wanted to see. I knew all my tech friends were on there, and right. I just wanted to go meet them for a drink. It worked wonderfully, and I, I got to meet a whole bunch of people doing that. So I'm going to miss all, all the people down there that I get to see uh, every year. But at the same time, it's a it's a tough weekend trip. It is a tough weekend kids. trip. Yeah. You can't do that yeah, crap it's anymore. Hard. It's hard. <laughs> Great. All right. Let's go on to our first segment of the show where we talk about the best product hunts we've seen. Uh, ProductHunt.com is Gosh, one of my favorite websites. It's now the default. I told you I changed my opening thing on the browser. It's the first thing you see. Yeah, I had that same Chrome extension too. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it's so important to see uh, what other people are building. So uh, what's been the coolest thing you've seen on Product Hunt What that people put out in the world the past couple of weeks? Uh, you're going to see this as a, as a theme for me today, um, but I'm kind of getting into the smart appliance yeah. trend. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the one that we saw this week I'm into smart appliances and I'm into big pharma as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one that we, that I saw this week was called Hero Health. Hero Health. Uh, uh, HeroHealth.com. HeroHealth.com. And uh, what it is, it's a smart appliance that dispenses pills um, or medication that you need to take. Right. And so it's like a bottle. It's like <laughs> it, it actually it looks like really slick. Yeah. If you look at the front of it, it kind of looks like the old school. Um, iPods with like the click wheels. Oh, right, right, um, right. And an I still have my little, like the one without a button. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so a nice. beautiful work of art. And it's a combination of that plus like an espresso maker. Huh. So you load, you program the um, the dispenser yeah. on like the t- the pills that you need oh, to there's take. there's a nice, yeah, take. it kind of looks like a one of those automatic coffee machines yeah. on iPad, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of program um, your pills that you need to take mm-hmm. um, and the days that you need to take them. And basically, you load it all in, and it just automatically figures out, yeah. okay, here's here's the number of pills that you need, and it just, like, dispenses oh, that's it for cool. you. So, so it's really nice, um, especially for maybe some of the older generation yeah. that, um, you know, the – 
I think I think we all have that relative that had the yeah. you know Sunday through Monday to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Sunday through Saturday like pill oh, organizer. Nice. So this is kind of maybe a, a newer take on probably that. can monitor. I wonder if you can monitor when you're running. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if it could monitor when you're running low and talk yeah. to the pharmacy and get it over there? Automatic refills. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, I'm very fortunate not to have a steady medical regimen, but my memory is absolute crap. I sometimes forget to take my heartburn medicine that I have to take every single day uh, until the heartburn hits me and it's too late. But I can't imagine, you know, when I'm older, how it's going to be to do this. This is super neat. Uh, and it'd be so great if it just like talked to everything as well, too. That's cool. Yeah. HeroHealth.com. What about you, Ben? What All right. So mine is not as noble. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> but uh, it, it, this is called Go Fucking Work. Uh, go fucking work is a, uh, we're going to have to do the iTunes explicit now, aren't we? <laughs> I guess so. Our <laughs> this, is, this is worth it listeners. And here, here's why, uh, what this is, is a Chrome extension that blocks you from visiting sites that waste your time and replace it with a motivational quote. Like we all kind of, you know, it's not that I, you know, I was thinking about this and it's not that we want to just go and not do work and do stuff. There's just times where, you know, I get so worried about my kids and screens and stuff as if we're kind of training them for that instant gratification and not being able to focus on all that stuff. And so sometimes you just get stressed out or you reach a different call point in your work and you're like, I just need a hit of Facebook, man. Right. I'm just going to go see <laughs> what red notifications there are or what that dude sat in front of me in French class in ninth grade is doing, you know, like just like you just need that little hit. And what this will do, you can turn it on and off and just replace it with a quote and then you, you hit it and you don't, you don't even know that you're hitting it. That was one of the surprising oh. things. It's like, is uh, just like I blocked a soccer site because that's where I would go to just like chill, you know, and just read a stupid. <laughs> Stupid soccer article for, for five minutes. So it's a Chrome extension? Yeah, Chrome extension okay. that sits there. And whenever you go to certain sites, you can't go there. And it gives you a F-bomb related uh, <laughs> quote to tell you to get back to, uh, get back to work. And it's like, it's like, it's just a nice thing. It, 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 again, it's just you install it and then you don't realize subconsciously how you're clicking the button. Like it's, <laughs> it's the scariest thing. There's be times where I'll, I'll go to Facebook for a legitimate work related reason to look at a page, look at the ad platform or and something. And then I'm 20 so, minutes later. Yeah. You're like, what the <laughs> heck am I doing? Um, it, it's, so it's very tough. So it's a really nice thing to just uh, prevent that problem that we all have around uh, distraction uh, to go there. Should so that's, count how many times you go to these sites. There, yeah. 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 There was one I had in the past that did that. Um, but yeah, it was cool. So, um, Oh, so that wraps it up for uh, product hunts. Uh, continue to, to go there all the time and check it out. It's a really, really neat place. Um, but let's talk about maybe what are what are some things that some of the most amazing internet and this is you know you've been espousing this thing Amit um, and it, it is not new but I don't think enough people are talking about it yeah from, from what I've heard about it so what's so, your amazing internet so yeah it was, last week it was my birthday and uh, my wife got me um, an Amazon Echo and for those of you who don't know what an Echo is did you ask for this or did she know you. I think maybe well I mentioned it yeah. once in passing, like, yeah. oh, my buddy got this Amazon Echo, and it was like, so it was like pretty cool. Yeah. And then, like, she ended up getting yeah. it for me. She always does stuff like that. That's cool. Um, and the Echo, it, for those of you that don't know, it's a product by Amazon, um, and it looks basically just like a like a speaker. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, it sits there constantly as a listening for um, its trigger word and mm -hmm. its name is Alexa. And um, you name it? You, can't, you can name it whatever you want. <laughs> I, I left it at, as Alexa for right now. It'd be creepy. If you yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just constantly, it's like your personal assistant. And it's one of those toys that 
I never thought that I would need until I had it. Uh, and yeah. now I'm like, how did I right. live without this? Yeah. Maybe maybe it's not live without this, but it's making my yeah. home life like so much easier, so much cooler. Like and Black, we never knew that we had to have Black Bears came out. Like oh, we never knew that we had to have email all the time, right. right? And then you get it, and it's holy crap! I didn't know that I had this problem, right? And you know, people will say, "Well, isn't it just like kind of kind of like Siri?" And yes, it is very much like Siri. But if you've ever tried to use Siri or Google's like Okay Google, mm-hmm. like talking to your phone. Like that mm-hmm. is maybe one of the most awkward things yeah. you've ever had to do. And yeah. especially if anyone has tried to do it in public, yeah. it's maybe one of the most embarrassing things yeah, to yeah, do yeah. as well. But with the Echo, I have it set up in my kitchen and it's kind of there always listening. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in my kitchen, I'm doing kitchen related things, cooking, like feeding, you know, feeding my kid, um, you know, getting ready in the morning. Yeah. But it's always there in the background to also listen for my commands yeah. as like background. So what do you material. tell? What do you so, tell it to do? So like, okay, so in the morning I'll get up, I'll you know come downstairs, make my coffee, make my breakfast. At that time, I want to know, hey, what's going on in the news today? So yeah. I'll say, Alexa, read me the news. Yep. And then it it has programmed news sources that I want. And it starts just so like pick, playing you, the feed, uh, right? Gotcha. So I say like, oh, okay, I want NPR, I want CNN, yep. and I want ESPN. Yep. And not only does it just read the headlines yeah. and it tells me the story, for some of these sources, it actually pulls in the direct feed. So like oh, ESPN, cool. it just like pulls in the direct feed from ESPN. Yeah. So it's like, the and it's so natural. broadcast feed or some sort of RSS? It's like a broadcast The broadcast, like what would yeah. be on you? Oh, yeah, okay, it's cool. like a broadcast feed. So, and it's such a natural thing to do yeah. to say, hey, I want to listen to the news while yeah. I'm getting ready. Yep. Um, or I could say, Alexa, what's my traffic to yep. work, yep. right? And then it'll it'll tell me that right yep. away. Um, or if we're, you know, cooking dinner huh. and my wife always wants to listen to music while she's cooking, yeah. it has Pandora hookups. It has uh, Spotify hookups. Google Play? Google. Uh, not Google Play. Well, <laughs> you got to think. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Amazon's smart. You got <laughs> to think Google is going to be doing something you have like to. this, right? But, and it's so natural yeah. to have this product like in my house now. And some of the extensions that they're coming out with, I have a Nest thermostat. They're going to be coming out with a Nest hookup to like um, change the thermostat in my house. Um, You can set reminders with it. I mean, it's so natural to talk to it. And the the voice recognition is unbelievable Does it do Instacart? I would Uh, love to just, hey, add eggs to my Instacart order. Okay, so it's not... It's not Instacart, a, we should probably clarify that Instacart <laughs> has changed my life yeah. personally. Every Saturday night, we order stuff for the week. It shows up on Sunday. If we forget something that night, we just add it to the thing. Yeah. So it doesn't have an Instacart hookup, but it does have a um, like a shopping list okay. order in there. So you can, obviously, you can order stuff right off of Amazon if you want to, or you can just take, yeah. there's a companion app on your phone. Yeah. So if you have a shopping list like and you're going out, yep. you know, you can buy stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, just through your shopping oh, list. Cool. But um, obviously it has like Amazon shopping and yeah. like Prime Pantry, all that stuff. It, I was shocked how useful it was. Really? And I'm now super excited about kind of the internet of things oh, and yeah. how Echo has kind of like positioned itself as the hub. Yeah. Whereas 
I think like Apple or Apple or Google, they're probably thinking like your phone is going to be the hub, mm-hmm. or maybe like the Nest thermostat is going to be the hub. Because it doubles that that speaker functionality you mentioned made it a useful right appliance, so to say, right, right to sit in there, right? Right, like that, exactly. that's the secret. Yeah, it, Does I think it that sound was, good. It's actually an incredibly sounding really? um, speaker, and huh. Amazon came out with two extensions of it. Yeah, the dot. Yeah, um, which is kind one, of yeah. like a little mini one where you can hook it up to any speaker that you have. Yeah, and then they also came out with um, a battery powered one. Yep, um, I think it's called the Amazon Tap. So okay. in, instead of saying Alexa and it's just constantly listening, you actually have to tap it. Yeah, um, but tap it works it. kind of the same way. <laughs> um, really excited about kind of the Internet of Things, Amazon yeah. Echo. Surprisingly, cool. Cool. going back to your Hero Health, you can say you could ask it if. You're, if you have a mother or father who is like, hey, did my mom take her pills this morning? Right. And you could just go, bamboo, okay. Like, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to call mom. I don't have to text her. Right. It's, it's like a way to find out about it without bothering the person, too, which I think would be kind of kind of really neat, too. Yeah. That's the cool. next thing, you know, it, I also like it that it's not just programmed to my voice. Yeah. So, like, you know, my nanny is coming. You know, oh, my cool. parents are coming to yeah. take care of, of, of Aria. You know, they can use it, too. Yeah. I can set reminders for them. Cool. They just... They can just ask it a question, yep. and it's totally natural. Yep. So um, really cool. That's cool. Um, what's your amazing internet? All right. So this is – I may have talked about this before, but it got even better. Um, Digit is uh, – it started off – it was just a website. You sign up. It kind of like combines the functionality of Mint, the the site that goes through your bank accounts and figure out where you're spending, with an automatic savings plan. So the one thing – like I, I studied finance in grad school, and the one thing I learned from it is that you have to trick yourself into saving money. That is the, <laughs> l- literally the easiest way to get like a, a small amount of savings. You can diversify in portfolio all day long, but from looking at behavior economics, if you can just trick yourself, it, it's easy. And that's what this app enables. It allows you to like it just goes through your bank account, figures out when you don't need the money based on your monthly spending patterns. You think we have bills coming at certain cycles, certain days of the week, certain things like that. And then just throws a chunk kind of over to savings. Hmm. Now, the hitch is that the savings doesn't pay any interest. Um, but frankly, I mean, this is like not what you would use for school or for retirement or anything like that. We used it last year to fund a trip to the water park uh, where my kids actually love to go. So we had three nights in a really, really nice room at, at this Kalahari water park. And the coolest thing about it is because I had saved all this money up in advance, I just did not care. Like, it was so relaxing. Yeah, it totally (laughs) felt like it was free. I didn't have to worry. Like, I had, it almost felt the weird, the psychologically, it felt like I had paid for the vacation Mm. already, which chilled me out the whole time I was there because I wasn't stressed about what this was costing. I was like, no, I did this already. I saved for it. And it just oh, made it so relaxing. So we're doing it the, the same thing again, just like saving up for just like a nice – and it's not, it's not going to be your life savings, but it's just like that small little stuff. You need to build an emergency fund. That's one of the hardest right. things to do when you're starting to saving uh, is to get it out there. It's called Digit. It, it's great. There's now an iPhone app because it was running – you know, it was running specifically just on text messaging for me. It's also nice. It gives you your balance every single day. I know banks oh, do that too, yeah. but it's kind of nice to have everything – uh, just right in there in a notification. And it automatically too. figures out how much it should throw in. Yeah. Or you can program it that way. It, you can do both. It automatically figures it out. So it takes a couple of days. If for some reason you freak out, you can text it to put money put back, back in your checking. Like if there's some oh, unforeseen cool. expense, bam, it's like right back there in your checking. Okay. So it's very like, you know, when you transfer to some brokerages and stuff, sometimes it's like a 24 hour waiting period and stuff, right. but this is uh, quite instant. So, and it's always just like a weird random amount. And there's something about, 
it being $23.77. That makes me think that there's science behind it, right? Like they, that they, they knew, must really know what they're Yeah, I'm sure about. it's just some they, random integer between what and what. But uh, but it's it's it, it literally didn't feel like I had to save the money, and it felt like a free vacation, and it chilled me out. It's uh, just been one of the greatest things for, for that small micro savings type stuff. All right. Home and life and fun is good, but, man, we got some news to talk about uh, with two of the biggies. Two of the biggies have changed and, and, and done some stuff. Let's look at what – it was a big week for Google. Yeah, a lot of Google news. A lot of Google stuff. Um, the first thing that came up – and this is a sort of complex story, but it all made sense to me when I saw that example. So he, here's the way it was being reported. This is The Verge and the next web reporting on this. It is that Google is testing the ability to post directly into search results. So like a status? So yeah, so it feels the so the, they they kind of started I think they they started looking at it last month where they let some of the presidential campaigns post debate rebuttals in there because you think about it after a campaign everybody runs to the Google to type in and see what was covered. They let the campaigns put stuff in there in the search results page that was not necessarily a redirect over to a specific site. It mm. felt very, it felt social. It felt live in, in kind of real time that was going in there. Um, there was another journalist who discovered it, uh, was searching for the term engagement rings Buffalo. Uh, engagement rings Buffalo was what they were searching for. And what it did is it had a couple paid ads up top. And then the third or fourth thing looked like a horizontal news feed Mm. from a particular brand, right? So so there, this was so cool. It appears to have been organic. It's hard to tell. It, it's hard. I've never seen it personally. I've only seen the, the stuff that people have done. But you had in this Engagement Rings Buffalo, you had three like cards, almost like Google Now cards that, that were posting the latest like releases. it was like a jeweler. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was this guy, Andrew's Jewelers, I think was the name of it, um, that, that kind of went on there. So it was just kind of... So think about the, that how that changes so much as search, right? We're no longer directing over to a page. We're allowing people to put a social news feed as a news feed feels in the body of a search results page. Like that's that's so totally different hmm. for them. And the, not only that, but like the advertising dollars they could create for that. If I could right. put – it feels like a Twitter stream in search results. So right. if I could put my Twitter – like my last three updates – it changes the way SEO is done. I don't need to right. update necessarily on my stuff right there. My It's kind of showing up and, and putting it uh, kind of right in there. Kind of a different way that they've been tackling how do they build a social network, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Google Plus obviously didn't work, yeah. but, you know, the money the money maker is the search, is the search results. And I think yeah. they've been trying for a number of years, how do you get the social graph yeah. built yeah. into the search results? That's interesting, right? They're... Okay, so they're building on what they do best, and that's search results. That's what Google does best. Is right. It gives you the best results for what you're trying to find out. So they, for years, well, it started off where it was like, if your friend liked this page or plus one did or whatever. Right. So I put Chicago restaurants and you plus one some Chicago restaurant there would be, oh, I'm it, plus one this or whatever. Right. But this is almost Chicago restaurants, and then somebody appears either organically like listing that stuff out there. So you could see – you know, maybe Morton's wanted to buy it and put it across there, or maybe like an open table would put their thing mm. on there. You can see like all these different ad kind of yeah. platforms to display your kind of results in there. That that's super duper interesting. I thought that was really really crazy. If anyone sees uh, an example of this in the wild, please screenshot it, send it to us. 
uh, benfoster at gmail.com. I would love I would love to just see other examples of this because yeah. I mean, that engagement rings Buffalo. It wasn't like they were searching for this branded term. Right. It was obviously somebody putting stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And I guess this person had an active uh, Google Plus page that was on there uh, to do it. Um, but that wasn't the only develop. It's it's weird. There's a lot of developments all coming at once. It's like they had a meeting. <laughs> Let's release all of this stuff. At once. <laughs> so, yeah, they had a meeting and they had to uh, figure out what was going on. There was another change actually to the Google Plus platform uh, called Google Create that, that you wanted to talk about a minute. What, what's Google Create? Yeah, so Google Create is is something I where they're trying to target high quality. Um, influencers, yeah, um, content creators, to be part of uh, this Google Create platform, which is part of the Google Plus collection. So yep. think of it like um, how you, YouTube content creators yep. um, are kind of they get part of a, an ad share revenue stream. Um, these these are part of uh, the Google Create people are think of it like. There's a lot of people that take pictures of, um, of like say muscle bound cars. Yeah. But you and I don't really know anything about this, yeah. right? Yeah. But a mechanic that probably built one of those, yeah. he is a thought leader in that space. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And he would be part of this Google Create around um, some particular interest around some particular area. interest okay. or collection area. So um, what they're trying to do is, I think, trying to build these different interests, these different collection areas, um, maybe so that brands can tap into them. Yep. Um, it's easier to find them. Um, I'm looking at it, you know, just like how they monetized YouTube in that area. Yep. There's all these different categories, yep. channels. You know, I you can easily see yep. how they would build this out for collections. Maybe it goes back to the previous story we were talking about. Think if... Okay, so your example was the person who created the uh, the mechanic rebuilding the cars. That was what I think NextWeb gave us the example uh, that they had in there that we, we were studying. And imagine, like, they, they can just be giving these people a place on results page mm-hmm. to show their content off. Because it's so hard to break through on that results page. Even if you put a right. killer video on there, if they can move your social content, I would love that. If, if somebody searched for... Uh, you know, whatever technology news or whatever, I would love for my social content right. to be featured in some sort of search engines results page, as opposed mm. to people having to click and go through it or, or something like that. Um, this would be—it's really cool how they're trying to. It's almost like they're connecting people with great content, which helps the people with great content, with their social platforms, which helps them. It seems to be a really great kind of right. win-win, right? Like you give awesome people amazing exposure and then you make your social platforms that you're trying to do at Google a lot better. It brings kind of those two things together. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and tried to apply for it. Like, you know, like with anything Google, you got to just like rush to be kind of the first person on there um, to see if you can get in. I think that's how we got, what did we get? Wave? No, somebody oh, gave us Wave. Yeah, what was, no, it? It was something Google else Wave. or Plus or something like that. Yeah, we just like rushed to, to get the invite. And then and then I went back and did the research on it and it was like, I do not qualify in any way, <laughs> shape, or form for this program. Most certainly not interesting. Uh, but it was, um, it, yeah, it's kind of, it's a really cool way if they can kind of bring uh, that, that stuff together. And in order to do that, they're going to need some really freaking smart people, right? <laughs> they so, made a big hire this week. Big. It was a big hire. It was an interesting hire. They hired Moot. Uh, Moot is also known as Christopher Poole or Chris Poole. Uh, he was the person who founded 4chan 
uh, when he was 15 years old, I think was what I saw. Um, what is 4chan, 4chan for people 4chan. that don't know the dark webs? Uh, just, the yeah, I'm not even going to tell you. Just go to it and start clicking <laughs> around. Uh, 4chan is a, 4chan is an image message board. Um, they are there's a bunch of different sub boards or topics in there. There's one for video games, for music, for bodybuilding. There's the most notorious one is called Slash B, which is random. And um, it's where, you know, it's where a lot of, I guess you can call memes started, right? Like the whole idea of memeing and all this stuff. Um, When I saw Chris Poole at South by Southwest about four years ago, the one insight he kind of had was around anonymity. And when you post on 4chan, you are known as anonymous. And that's where I think a lot of the anonymous collective got their their moniker from. Um, But you are known as anonymous. And his insight was we judge content creators based on their name before the actual content. Hmm. And so what he kind of realized is that if you make everything anonymous, the content speaks for itself and you don't carry over any of this stuff, right? Like Bieber's last album came out it was sold a whole bunch of stuff and a whole bunch of people downloaded it and the song sucked like it, it just wasn't as my unbiased opinion right <laughs> baby was a good song baby was a catchy song isn't it? anything to say. but we just judge this the stuff that comes out there by the name that's on there and his kind of insight was like no we can put the content first to go on there so we're speculating media is speculating as well that it is going to be related to google plus because they yeah. put kind of things in there um, so he said in his post, he made his, did you see where he made his post? Mm-mm. All right. So imagine you are the founder of 4chan. Where do you announce on what social platform do you choose to announce that you accepted a job at Google? Um, was it Google? No. 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 Um, did he do it on 4chan? He did it on a social platform. It was not 4chan either. <laughs> it's going to have to go down the list, man. Um, Snapchat. <laughs> nope, not Snapchat. <laughs> Did he do it on Twitter? It was on Tumblr. He has Tumblr. a yeah. Wow. It was fun. He has a, a Tumblr that he put a, his own little uh, URL on called I think it's called like Chris hates writing or something. Um, but he announced it on Tumblr and he said in there um, something going to join Google. And the quote he gave is, uh, "I'm excited to bring my own experience from a dozen years of building online communities." Right. Mm-hmm. So he's bringing his thing over there. The other thing was that Bradley Horowitz, who is um, architected a lot of Google Plus, and he's what the vice president of Streams, Photos, and Sharing, which is a job I didn't know existed on career day. <laughs> uh, vice president of Streams, Photos, and Sharing uh, confirmed. He said, he said you may have saw Moose Post. So all the speculation is that he, he was going over to there. So what could he bring to Google Plus? Like what would you – like what can he do differently? What How can he change that platform do you think? I mean – Is it content? Is it, I think it has to be just the way people are engaging yep. with the platform. I mean – Google Plus obviously didn't take off. Yeah. People, I mean, in comparison to the other platforms. So yep. there there has to be a reason behind it. Yep. Um, and it. And for a while they blamed it. Oh, well, Facebook has dominance. And then the new platforms like Snapchat, Snapchat come along, comes, completely right. suck up hundreds of millions of so users. So I think so it's, it's not probably going to be figuring out, like, I, he, I bet he has a lot of behavioral experience okay. of you know, <laughs> why do people engage with communities? Yeah. I mean, if you kind of go into sites like 4chan and Reddit, yep. you know, it, they're not the most user-friendly Absolutely sites, not. right? 
So, 4chan especially. I, see, yeah. <laughs> I, I get my 4chan from the subreddit slash 4chan, which I know probably <laughs> makes me a bad internet human. But it, I love reading the, con- the best of content. Right. But I don't, it's kind of like how I share the best of Reddit on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through and read all the 4chan stuff. It's too hard for me to understand all right. the back and forth and the replies. So I just read the best of it on, on there. And it's hard to figure out. Right. But obviously something ticks. Yeah. On, the, on, good on both of those sites. Yeah. Right. So I think it'll be him trying to figure out how content is going to get structured. Yeah. You know, is it a new platform? Is it something, you know, on mobile? Yeah. Um, I think that's probably where his experience is going to, is going to come forward. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe he's going to try to clean up the YouTube comments. <laughs> it's job worthy of, yeah, of, of worthy of him. All right. So moving on from uh, Google to uh, Facebook, who is much further along, obviously, with getting users. And now they just need to get the advertisers like Google had. So what are they doing? Uh, to get that in it. Yeah. So um, if anyone's run a Facebook ad campaign um, and, and if you're in an agency and you have clients, you know, they're probably the first thing your clients always ask you is, well, are these Facebook ads working? Yeah. The answer is yes. Sure. <laughs> the answer, yeah. The, the answer I'm sure every agency gives is, is yes. But um, Facebook is making it a bit easier to prove that one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And they are adding... Uh, data to help brands see if they drive offline sales. So what that means the, is... It's, uh, it's easy to say if oh, somebody clicks on an ad and they went and bought something. Right. In an, in an e-commerce world, yeah. yeah, this has been able... You've been able to measure this for yeah. a long time. But right? attribution, yeah. completely different, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, um, so now you're able to kind of... If you have offline sales data, so if you're a CPG company, um, you can import that data yeah. into Facebook Atlas, uh, into your campaign. And now you can start to see correlations between your Facebook ad activity yeah. and your sales activity. Oh, cool. Um, so, you know, until this development came around, yeah. um, you know, the, the, so this is like market mix modeling or MMA yeah. or MMM that, that just does some sort of regression. Yep. We think on the back end. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, you know, until that development, adding that sales data, um, what, you know, was only really available to marketers when they ran specific promos on Facebook's website or yeah. on the mobile app. So yeah. now, you know, for CPGs, this is a huge, huge deal for them. Yeah. Um, there's a second thing that they did, um, which was they're, they're offering a new metric, um, which is called path to conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really helps people understand um, whether their ads on desktop or smartphones or tablets drove a digital sale. Yeah. So um, what you were talking about, attribution is a big issue in this yeah. area. So, you know, a lot of uh, media agencies will report on um, an attribution model where it's last click sure. uh, attribution, right. which is you saw five different ads and they're only really going to measure on what what ad did you click on yeah. last to get you over Which we know to... isn't... The, yeah, I mean, I think the place I get a lot of clothes, Gustin, I, I think I saw about it on... Something, but like I'm buying things from a completely different right way of doing it now. So, yeah. so now what Facebook is trying to do instead of just dropping cookies um, on your on your computer, they're able to now tie it back to multiple different sources to an so actually the uh, individual gotcha. users to see oh well did your desktop ad first perform you know the first initial impression and then it went back to mobile and then yeah. it went back to yeah. desktop and then you saw a right rail ad yep. um, and then you made a 
and then you made a purchase, right? Um, so this is obviously a, a step in the right direction. Um, and we're, we're probably going to see much more yeah. effectiveness in these Facebook ads. Yeah. We're probably going to see even more revenue yeah. uh, in their dominance in the in the mobile ad space as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the one thing I've been impressed with is da- Facebook's ability to get data and start getting down to it. I mean, they're second to Google probably, of course, and in, in, in getting how to do it. Uh, the other big change they made was around live video. So we are on the... Gosh, we're on the, yeah, it was South by Southwest when uh, Meerkat kind of took off, right, with the yeah. live video. Um, and Facebook made a, it was almost like a secret-ish announcement um, that was on there. So Facebook rolled out the uh, live video, uh, which allows people to live stream stuff that was on there. So the, the, what they stated in their blog post was that they know that certain actions people take on a video, like when you choose to turn on sound or you choose to make it full screen, think of that, those are things people can measure. You want to engage with more. That's a signal. Yeah. yeah. It's not a like, a comment, or a share, but it's like, hey, I, give me this. I, I want to know more, right? I, mm-hmm. I, after I watch a video in full screen, I'm very delighted with it. Sometimes I'll click like, sometimes I won't. Um, they, they realize that these are really, really, really good signals. And what they did is they applied a lot of the learning they got from uh, videos on there and started looking at it from live videos. And I'm obsessed with live streaming everything. Uh, it's, <laughs> it, it's just absolutely uh, amazing. Um, and so they they prioritized that and, and update. And so what was the update they made? Yeah, so the update that they made was that they are now starting to prioritize live videos higher in the newsfeed algorithm. So okay. I think we talked about how the newsfeed works ad nauseum. People have tried to gamify it for, <laughs> for years now. This marks like the 18th time since we've been working together in the last four years that uh, <laughs> it's changed in some yeah. little way, right? Or that I probably said edge rank algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so is, anyway, still, is people still saying edge rank? I, uh, seen prob- I can't imagine that I'm sure they there's are a principle. that much. The, the principle, the principle plus, I think, yeah. is still there, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, live videos are now more likely to appear at the top of the news feed. Yep. Um, uh, and it's probably going to be a, a new content type. Yep. So I I think, um, I don't know, have you seen the little notification come of a brand or a publisher? I get it, yeah. yeah. I'm getting a lot from The Verge. I'm getting from The Journal a lot. I got some from Mashable. I'm not seeing it from many people. I'm always seeing it from... I'm seeing it from publishers yeah. quite a bit. So you're getting that notification that, hey, you know, so-and-so publisher Yeah, Wall Street now... Journal was was a thing on there where they talk about European central banks. Yeah, so obviously, you know, you're getting that prize notification, yep. which I think is probably the biggest thing a publisher or a brand could ask for. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a, an update there yeah. um, that you're going to see in the news feed. Those live videos are going to be higher up there. I think you're going to see much more engagement, interaction, yeah. and views with them. So, um, yeah, I think it's just the the more prolification of yeah. of, uh, of live videos yeah. now. I mean, it's it's totally a thing. It's <laughs> a, it's such a weird way to watch kind of the stuff I watch on Twitch. It's not I'm not sitting there watching it like I would watch an episode of Top Chef. It's just it's. It's, it's like talk radio. Yeah, yeah, I just like have it on. It's cool. It's it's nice to chill there. It's it's very very neat. And we you know, I tried to predict what's next for live video earlier this year in the Ketchum Digital Almanac that we produced on behalf of this company that talks about trends. I think in last week's episode you talked about Did this I? prediction. About yeah, yeah, okay, cool, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a new site it, my probably the best part of this news was the URL 
the name of the site is called Nom, like Nom 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 Nom, like the cookie. <laughs> that came from Cookie Monster, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. So Nom.com, I have <laughs> the greatest URL ever. Nom.com. It was started by one of the people who founded YouTube, uh, and they've said that they've got investors like Jared Leto and Cy. Um, what Cy, is Nom? Nom.com. Well, just yeah, you know, <laughs> probably should have introduced it first. <laughs> Nom is Twitch for food. It is live streaming for eating, for cooking, for anything related to, to food. And you think about think about the I mean there's the proliferation of cooking shows, right? Your your wife was on a cooking show, right? She there was, and it's yeah. a very, very popular one. Um, it's a very, very popular piece of uh, of content and then finally it's about the time to bring it live. And there was um, did you watch any of them? I watched like yeah, a couple of them, yeah. It's, it was like weirdly hypnotic. I yeah. watched some woman She's making some sort of sauce. It wasn't like I was trying to watch it to get the recipe. It was almost like watching people golf. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> like, it's just uh, I enjoyed watching them do right. the mechanics uh, of what they were doing to do it. It wasn't – I didn't take a single note about how to make the sauce she was making. Mm-hmm. There was another one on there where it was like uh, – I think it was some chocolatier who was talking about how they got from the bean to the bar. And it was just oh. – I watched a little bit of that. thought that was mildly interesting. Um, to go on there. And so it was just, uh, we'll see if it takes off or not, but it's cool. Yeah. Like it's a really, really cool thing to kind of go and look Interesting at. Interesting if food companies, brands, you know, that, that are related to cooking, um, if they'll have any kind of partnerships yeah. there um, or if, if they get involved with NAM in some way. Yeah. Um, seems like kind of a natural fit. You know, yeah. we have, you know, Twitch, video games, we have, you know, Facebook live, you can live stream anything. Yep. Yep. You know, I like the curated kind of yep. feeds of live streaming yeah. because live streaming in general, just to live stream anything is like way too complicated. Yeah. It's yeah. almost overwhelming, yep. but you have these to, curated feeds are nice. You have to change your expectations about what it is. It is very different than watching a YouTube video. Like right. if you're trying to sell something using live video, it's just a very different, it's just kind of like voyeuristic you're not don't expect that you're going to get the audience's attention for your full broadcast of it it's just kind of something ephemeral very cool kind of nice to watch um uh that's super super interesting um and however live streaming is not for everyone it can roll taps uh we we saw that meerkat (laughs) Meerkat, sadly, I think, was it one year ago, I think, was I, it would one of our shows, right? pretty much at South yeah. by Southwest. South by Southwest yeah. last year. I told you the most annoying Meerkat I saw at South by Southwest was just a dude on it, like, riding around on the back of a pedicab. And he was <laughs> he was saying, like, like one of those little cabs that people, oh, I'm meerkatting my pedicab, right? It was <laughs> unbelievably obnoxious. And sadly, Meerkat has had to pivot. Um, they kind of had a tough start because, you know, they, it, they were on to something. Twitter right away, they built their whole, you know, this was a uh, national was reporting on this and made the insight that they were kind of hurt coming out because they built so much of the social graph on Twitter. They right. relied on Twitter for distribution, right? They didn't have an underlying social network. And that's right. why you see Facebook live video doing well. You see Periscope doing well, cause they have, they have the a social, social graph, right? Yeah. It, it is not about the technology. It's about the, the thing to do it, which will be an interesting challenge uh, for, for Nam to be able to go and do there. So they were kind of kind of hurt. So it was really hard to find people to follow. Content discovery on there was really really uh, hard. So they said uh, the head said that they'll be uh, pivoting into a video social network, which is certainly what the world needs another of. Uh, <laughs> but it's gonna, they say it's going to be more like Google Hangouts or Skype or, or smaller kind of group chats. There was one kind of cool thing that they pointed out that I hadn't seen. 
um, that I thought was an interesting product innovation that they called Cameo. Cameo allowed other people to take over a live stream session for a limited period of time. Huh. Uh, you see it on Wait, Twitch. So I really. have a live stream session going on. Yeah. You can take it over. Yeah. So it was like, I see it. The analog I see is on Twitch where a popular streamer will let somebody else, he'll host um, someone else's channel and then, you know, somebody else can kind of take advantage of the audience. So it's like if you have a built-in audience and you want somebody else to discover the cool stuff that you're doing, hey, use my audience, you know, you're doing something cool or whatever it is uh, to go on there. I thought that was a nice little pivot that, that we're seeing other people kind of go on there. It's that... I think that social graph thing is the big piece. Just oh, getting yeah. people to find and discover Definitely. you is the most important thing. Okay, in time for our next segment, um, we have with us our boss, the Midwest office director, Bill Zucker. Say hi, Bill. Hello. <laughs> hi, Bill. Um, we had uh, a, a funny idea when we were in a meeting, and uh, it was somebody used a word. Do you remember the u- word they used in the middle of the meeting? We were in one of our leadership team meetings, and somebody said the word butthurt. That's right. <laughs> so we said the word butthurt, and everybody laughed. And um, so we then thought, uh, Bill, we, we had Bill look it up on Urban Dictionary, and we thought, wouldn't it be really funny if we had our boss read Urban Dictionary? And so that's the, the segment we're going to try out right here. I, I think there's, what, you know, there's, there's legitimately a generation gap between me and most of the people in our office, yes. and Urban Dictionary helps me close that gap, because every time there's a gap, I can click on and see. So this is a good experiment. What is your, what is your experience with Urban Dictionary? Like, <laughs> well, how do you... How do you, have you heard about this site? Um, well, I've heard about it mostly because you guys steer me to it when I don't understand the <laughs> phrase. But I, it, I, it was it was um, thrown at me um, rather dramatically when we had our charity auction for Room to Read, and I purchased and won the Netflix and Chill package that someone had put out there, so, which, which I thought was legitimately what was out there, which was I got access to someone's Netflix account and some free popcorn that they had put out there for my family. I thought it was lovely. You, how I, much did you bid on? I though? think it was about fifteen dollars. It was very reasonable. <laughs> Um, and um, and I got a lot of Snickers, and I said, "Why is that so funny?" And and no one could tell me straight to my face, but they so, somebody so took people, her phone, people tell you put the it on urban. No one would tell me the, the definition of Netflix and chill, but she handed me her her phone queued up to the the definition in the Urban Dictionary, and I read walked it out, out loud, and I sort of. <laughs> Red face walked away. Congratulations, you won the Netflix, Netflix and chill. So that is the uh, Bill is a, Bill is a very smart and clever guy. However, there is no need for him to know any of these words. Uh, they mean nothing. So we have a word uh, that was crowdsourced by your office. That everybody everybody had a really good time with this. Nice. Um, so they, we we uh, we arrived on a word. We had a bunch more. It was hard finding one that was safe for work. Okay. Uh, but we think we found one. Thank you so, for keeping it safe for work. <laughs> so we found one. Here is the word. If you could read the word to us. The word is turnt. T-U-R-N-T. Turnt. Turnt. Okay, turnt is the word. What do you think turnt means? I, I, my best guess is that this is slang for what should be T-U-R-N-E-D. So, turned. So, you know, I... I, I uh, I, I heard something obnoxious said about me, and I turned around quickly. <laughs> you turned around to see who was making fun of you for saying Netflix and chill. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes turned, <laughs> turned around. That is close. Um, you are close as the to the, we'll say, the etymology of, of the word. It is turned, is close to turn. But it's a difference. You, it wouldn't be an action somebody was doing. It's, it's, it's kind of getting turned as close. Hmm. Um it is. It it could be a way for somebody to talk about their their weekend or what they might be doing on the weekend. 
And you're hoping that that's a clue that's going to change my definition? (laughs) Is that a clue for you? That's not helping me. All right, so we will hand you, this is the top definition on Urban Dictionary for turns. If you could read the definition in in the sentence that that I've highlighted. According to the Urban Dictionary, turnt, like hype for a party or at the club, (laughs) as used in a sentence, brah, this party about to be turnt. What it was, Can I tell you? I still don't know what this means. <laughs> Usually by the time I read the sentence in the Urban Dictionary, I know what it means. I still don't know what turn is, means. Is bra throwing you off? Uh, is that like bro, but some other version yeah, yeah, of bro? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Why bra? That's a good question. Actually, is I that think like it's, bro, but for a girl? No. This could be next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's still like, like bra. Yeah, more it, like surfer lingo. The English version is bruv. Uh, it's now muffed to bruh, B-R-U-H, bruh. But yeah, it's like a way to say dude or, or something like that. So so like hype for a party or at the club, this party about to be turned, is is it that the party's about to turn into something? <laughs> it's like to go to the next level? Yes. This party's about to get amplified. Like, it's about to be wow. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so we'll break it. So so this podcast is about to get turned. <laughs> it was, exactly. we, were in a, we were in a hot brainstorm and somebody comes up with a nugget of an idea and we could say this creative's about to get turned. We can we can take it up a level because of the idea or, or the energy that's that's flowing. I like that. And maybe you come up with a measurement device that tells you when you're at the cusp of turn. <laughs> the turntometer? Yes. Turntometer. <laughs> I found I found a lengthier de- definition on bustle. Maybe uh, if you wanted to read What's this, what, what is this? Bustle? Bustle.com. <clears throat> okay. So according to bustle, for one to turn up, one must actively decide to transcend the mundane of everyday routine and single-handedly change the course of the day to be full of an all-encompassing enthusiasm. Then from turn up comes turnt, oh, so which is what you level. name the ultimate state of nirvana or success <laughs> achieved by the aforementioned partying or celebration. You turn up to get turnt, and there's no in-between. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very... Could you imagine using this at work, a situation... I will effort in the next week to use the word turnt at least once. <laughs> and I think, you know, I, I do more work in the area of, of issues management. So I'm going to yeah. try to see if I can work it in there and say, you know, awesome. this issue is about to get turnt, yeah. which will mean we could it's sell. about to take a client to the next level unless we can stop it. We could sell how to prevent turns yes. at your corporation. Bruh, this crisis about to be turnt. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I'll work on that. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks so much, Bill. That was fun. Thanks, guys. That was uh, Bill Reed's Urban Dictionary. Look look forward to the next segment next week. And that wraps it up for today's show, everybody. Um, I I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Ben Foster. With me, as always, is... Amit Wadera. And uh, look forward to our next show. Hey, if you could go to iTunes, search for As Seen on Internet, leave us a uh, five-star review. Uh, We would really help that. that. That would be very, very helpful for us. Uh, until next time, uh, we, will, we will see you later. Talk to you soon. Bye.